Welcome to the Sin of Our Fathers podcast. I'm your host, Mark Kuhn, joined as always by my oldest brother, Michael Kuhn. Hey, hey. And my middle brother, Matthew Kuhn. Hey, guys. Bar- this podcast is brought to you by Barbasol. Let's go. Barbasol. New Barbasol Shave Club, the brand trusted by men for nearly 100 years to deliver a close, comfortable shave, now has premium razors. These razors are good. I was just telling Michael and Matthew that I was shaving with disposable razors, and that is not good, to say the least. But now they have premium, comfortable razors shipped directly to your home. The Ultra 6 Plus is equipped with six ultra-thin blades and a seventh ultra-thin blade trimmer to refine your style in tricky areas like under the nose, sideburns, or beard. It's pretty nice. It's great. I just used it for the first time. Our friends at Barbasol sent us some, and it's it's nice. Yeah. What about in the nose? In do we, do the, we have any in the nose solutions? That actually is an actual problem for me. I really <laughs> need that solution. I know. I'm sitting here. I pluck them with listen, my fingers. What, listen, what Barbasol. Is what I, is y'all's move? I, how I many pull tears them out. come out each time? Oh, I, all of them. <laughs> every tear that I can shed comes out every time I pluck a nose hair. But you can't just have those be growing wild. Oh man. All right. Well, no, we're... actually, I want to hear what what do you guys do to pluck your nose hairs? That you do that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to no, know that I'm not alone. It's just just muscling through. Yeah. I mean, you got to man up and pluck yeah, them out. Exactly. We'd love to hear what you guys think about that topic. Be sure to yeah. send us an email. Sinofourfathers at gmail.com. Tweet us. Tweet, tweet us with videos <laughs> of plucking nose hair. <laughs> That'd be great. That's some premium content right there to sure trend us right upwards. This podcast is already great. <laughs> um, so obviously we're in the middle of the no man's land. There's not a ton to talk about. So we are going to loop back around the last time. The last time that we had a podcast, we talked about the um, projected starters on offense. We made a little depth chart and argued about that a little bit. So this week, we're going to do the defense and talk about who we think are going to be the starters on the defense. Um, As always, we try to get Grandpa on the phone, um, so we got a chance to talk to him a little bit earlier. Hello. Hey, Grandpa. It's Matthew. How are you? Oh, Matthew. Well, I'm doing better than I have been. <laughs> what does that mean? Huh? What's that supposed to mean? He's been sick. <laughs> well, I've been under the weather here for for about two weeks. I, I've got an intestinal, had an intestinal problem here, and I've been on antibiotics for two weeks, and it's it's been uh, it's it's probably about the uh, the worst I've been for a long time. Oh, no. Well, we're going to cheer you up and talk about your favorite 1-32, in 31 football team. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I, I haven't been... I haven't been up on the Browns. I don't... I, I haven't seen or heard a word for last time I talked to you guys. You know what? I don't know what's going on with them. Nothing's happening, and that's actually good news. If there was anything that was going on right now, it would be bad news because they're all on a break. Camp doesn't start till later this month. It, it would yeah. be like Josh Gordon or somebody getting in trouble and not being able to play. It would be the only thing that would happen. So I yeah. think no news is good news. All right, well, I'll take that no news is good news because I haven't seen or heard anything. Uh, the damn papers, newspapers over here, don't have a damn thing on it. It's all full of soccer and tennis. You know, there's nothing nothing about football. Well, there was a big soccer <laughs> tournament that just went on. Did you hear anything about uh, that, Grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not a soccer fan. <laughs> it's Uruguay against Afghanistan. That, that doesn't <laughs> turn me on too much, you know. Do you know where Uruguay is? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I looked it up the other day. I'm not going to lie to you. South America. That's a, yep. I found that out just two weeks ago. Mark Toon <laughs> learned where Uruguay was. Hey, Grandpa, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. I know that France just won the World Cup. Do you have any thoughts on France winning the World Cup? Absolutely none. <laughs> well, you visited France. It's one of the few few countries overseas that you spent a There's decent amount of time. There's nothing there that I liked. <laughs> Did you? Not, uh, the people were rude. <laughs> The dog shit all over the sidewalk. Nobody ever picked anything up. I'm telling you, they're the, they're the dirty place. And you lived in and Cleveland. The food wasn't very good 
So if you're asking me if you want to, you want some accolades about France, you won't get any from me. <laughs> <laughs> and the same goes for London. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, I was, you know, I made nine trips over there and, and didn't like any one of them. That's so it was, uh, of course, when, if you're going, if you're going as a tourist, it might be a little bit different. I was, we were, we were staying in what would be called a five-star hotel, and it was a damn dive. Uh, so you know, their 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 uh, idea of five-star hotels is a hell of a lot different than ours. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had, there was no no screens on the windows and there was no air conditioning. So if you opened the windows, your bugs ate the hell out of you. If you closed them, you died and you suffocated. <laughs> you know, so they had two choices. And you're asking me for some accolades about France? No. No. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. See, this talk about France just paints uh, a sh- a, a beautiful picture of how positive you really are about the Browns because your positivity about the Browns, how many games do you think the Browns are going to win in our upcoming year? Well, I'm, I started out with one. I'm going to say two. I'll say one thing. <laughs> if they don't win a game in the first five, I think Jackson is gone. Yeah. Of course, you're going to lose the first game because we're playing Pittsburgh. It's really tough. I, I, I hope they're up for it. Like you said, they usually get up for the game and lose lose by a smidgen, one or two, one or two points. But uh, I think they're going to lose. It's going to be. I, they're not going to start out one and one and zero. Their season is going to start out zero, 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 and maybe something. Hopefully, they'll have figured it out by week seven. That Browns Bucks game. You coming to that, Grandpa? Yeah, your your father uh, told me that we're going to the game. Oh, we're going to the game. I just started yeah, looking into tickets. I'm going to drive down. To, I'm going to drive down and uh, probably have to meet you guys there or something. How's how's yeah, the newlywed so, life treating you? No, we've been so damn busy. <laughs> Honestly, all we do is work, work, work. Uh, I'm telling you, we're you're moving. retired. <laughs> I know. I am tired. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just moving. We're buying, buying stuff, shifting stuff around, and going over by her villa and working over there, coming over here, and she's busy cleaning both places. And, well, I'm telling you, we're we're going to start we're going to start living here pretty soon and and starting to have some fun. I I got the, you know I got I got a, a, a torn meniscus in my right knee now and. Uh, I just get a got a brace for the thing, and I don't know how long it's going to last before I have to go get it worked on. I don't Yikes. know. Too much karate or too much dancing? No, I don't know. I don't. I didn't do. I didn't do hardly anything. I don't know how I did that, but I don't know how I did that. But uh, I've had to give up both for a while. Huh. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna go for surgery? or Are you gonna go for the like platelet rich plasma treatment? Oh, well, they got that arthroscopic stuff that they. I had it once before in my knee. They, all they do is put two holes in it, like they put two rods in, and they do it that way. So when you look at your knee, there's only two little holes in there, and uh, but it hurts like a son of a bitch. But it, you know, it takes about takes about a week and a half to, before it really doesn't hurt that much. But yeah, just because they don't cut you open doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have to work it in between a few things. Uh, she, uh, Nancy wants us, she's got us going up to New York State uh, on the 3rd to see her son for three days. and then All your new your, children, your, Grandpa. Huh? Your new kids. Your stepkids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love them just I, like I don't your own? It that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm a stepfather too, aren't I? All right, Grandpa. We'll let you get back to back to your bride. Okay. Well, uh, go Browns. Go and Browns. I hope I hope they win at least one game in the first five. <laughs> Me too. At least one. Hopefully more. <laughs> Definitely okay, week seven. Guys. Good talking to you. Right. See you. See you, Grandpa. Okay. Bye. bye. 
yeah, so we just called Grandpa up cold and uh, didn't know what he'd have to say. But as always, colorful language included, he had a ton to say. He, he always, delivered. <laughs> I love. I love that this is a Browns podcast. There's nothing happening with the Browns right now. But we call Grandpa anyway. He has no idea. Probably hasn't read the Plain Dealer in months. No. But still, just gold. Yeah, everything he says is amazing. Did we talk about anything Browns related? Uh, he talked about Tyrod Taylor, Baker Mayfield starting yeah. a little bit, intestinal distress. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's Browns related. Everybody I, can relate. Give the people what they want. It's just and a it's broad cr- definition of talking about the Browns. Yes, <laughs> Grandpa's personal Browns, <laughs> and he gave a prediction of two wins. That's pretty. It's pretty dire. That's okay. He'll, he'll come around. Preseason's going to come, and he's going he's gonna to turn. Completely. Oh, my gosh. If if the Browns only have two wins in the with, whole with year. this team, I'm oh, done. Like, I'm it's got to be a problem with our podcast, because this last year was our first year of the podcast, only year that we didn't win a game. We haven't won. The Browns have not won since we've started this podcast, <laughs> and, it, and it has nearly been a year. It's been a real <laughs> grind. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you, it's we underestimate how difficult it's been to continue uh, to talk about the Browns every single week without a single win. Listeners, I love you. I would love to tell you that this is my favorite thing to do every week, but sometimes <laughs> sometimes we record it directly after we lose, and I just have to get out of that mood and come up here and talk about the Browns and how we just lost. It is. It's similar to ripping out a nose hair. It is to, similar. To be <laughs> God, it puts tears in your tear eyes. Yeah. The, the dread. It's just actually I don't have I don't have dread for watching a Browns game. Just like I'm sure everyone, um, I'm in this horrible cycle, and I'm deep in the throngs of it right now, where I have so much hope. I don't think we're gonna win two games. I think we're gonna win at least eight. Seriously, I think plus or minus five, and I'm it. guessing I'm guessing eight. With this new, it. I mean, like I really do. Wait, that. wait, wait! You said plus or minus five? Like you think we could be a thirteen and three team? No, 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 no. Not plus or minus five from eight. I think plus or minus five is the line for how many games we win. Oh, five and I'm what, being yeah, optimistic, okay. and I'm saying we win three okay. more than that, okay. and we win eight games. I thought you said that we could be Mark's going three, hard on the three over. And 13 or <laughs> 13 and three. <laughs> I really do think that, though, that's the Which window. Which is probably true. We no, could, no, no, that is true. We could be that good, or we could continue to be that bad. It's one of the two. It's eight wins with a margin of error of... Plus or minus five. Significant floor and ceiling. <laughs> Isn't that true for just about every NFL team? It's eight wins with a margin of error, plus or minus five. It's kind of true, but yeah. I don't. I would bet a lot of money that the Buffalo Bills don't win eight games this year. A lot of money. Don't win eight games? Don't win eight games. Like The Bills oh, are no. way worse than we are. No, there's no chance. I If I had to take it right now, I would take the Browns over the Bills. Yeah. In I, season record. Did you watch A.J. McCarron play college football? Pretty, pretty great. He's a gunslinger. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure he won a natty. Uh, I want I want to watch AJ McCarron. No. I'm I'm very interested to see who Hugh Jackson I mean, loved so much. Josh Allen's gonna play a bunch of the season for them, right? They're they're not gonna be able to not throw him in there. Yeah. Yeah, because AJ McCarron's not gonna be what Hugh Jackson thought he was. Yeah. Speaking and Nathan of- Peterman. Yeah. He might I mean, win it. He might. He might be their starter week one. I would not be surprised. And at all. he was so bad in that game that he started. It was one he, game. He played a half. He threw, but he five interceptions. But he's also the half. one. But he's also the one guy that's been at on the team and, and knows the and, offense and has been in the offense and has been like with around the team. So that means right. something. I, I'm not that, predicting that's going to be the. Head. If Nathan Peterman wins that job, what like, will you AJ do? AJ McCarron should just retire. Like. Like, if you can't get the starting job there. True. No. No doubt. No doubt. I agree. So, speaking of Hugh Jackson, um, he was on a radio show earlier today. Michael, you brought this to my attention. This is his direct quote. Direct quote, Hugh Jackson's mouth. I brought Todd Haley here because I truly believe he could help, along with the rest of our staff, move the organization forward. This is not about personal wins for me anymore this is about organizational and team wins (laughs) jordan zerm said most insightful quote that hugh jackson gave us unbelievable (laughs) full admission full admission from this is not about personal wins for me how many 
my question is, does does Hugh Jackson have little have Floridian more, slip there? That's what that was. Does Hugh Jackson have more than one personal win in the last two years? Or no, he only has one. I think the wins were him trying to save his job, and he didn't and get push, any. Push push Sashi out. Does no, that count yeah, as a that win? Was, that was a win for him, no doubt. That was a win he's referring to. So that's one win. That's a personal win for him. <laughs> he he got a third season. That's a second win. Yeah. So he's got at least two wins. So one more win than the team. Well, no, actually. Okay, <laughs> how many wins does Sashi Brown have? All of the draft picks. AJ, AJ McCarron, McCarron is not on our team. That's a Sashi Brown win. So we're two, two and two right now. Oh my gosh. Sashi Brown will forever be commemorated for the Brock Osweiler like backwards trade that he orchestrated that was so outside the norm. That of, got us Chubb. Of the NFL. I mean, like it was a win for the Browns. But it also like was completely new to NFL thinking. Like it had never been done before. And everybody like complains about paying sixteen million dollars for that second round pick. It came out today. The revenue sharing from the national revenue that the NFL made, each team got two hundred and fifty five million dollars. Like sixty million dollars is a ton of money. Sixteen. Six yeah, sixteen. But okay. not in the NFL world. Like no. Jimmy Haslam doesn't care. They weren't going to spend it, and I, I know the cap can roll forward, but like you got to yeah, spend yeah, it somewhere. It's no, it's no sweat off his brow. He's doing just fine. Pilot Flying J doing just fine, as far as I know. I don't yeah, know, haven't just sold a bunch to Berkshire Hathaway. Did they now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few months ago. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy's getting out. That little scare with the FBI was a little too, <laughs> little too close for his. He's, he's a full-time NFL man right now. He doesn't want to spend his last 15 years in prison. I God think. help us. I hope he's not a full-time NFL man. I hope D's running this team. <laughs> indeed That's, we trust. Indeed we trust. That's my true I hope. I don't even think I know what she looks like. Like, like if you she gave me... She looks like Mary Kay Cabot. Really? Yeah. They're like the same size. <laughs> they, yeah. There's some sort of scandal yeah. where Jimmy no. and Mary Kay... <laughs> yeah. Jimmy has some scandal with Mary Kay. Yeah. No, they're both like the same size. They have like the same length of like dyed blonde hair that they like clearly straighten. Wait a and minute. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. No, I want to like, do a I side could, by I, side. I could definitely Haslam. see them like at a cafe, like having lunch, like on a patio somewhere, and just like chumming it up and just loving each other, having a mimosa. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Mary Kay and Dee together. Yeah. No. I <laughs> actually, I think Dee thinks Mary Kay is just as stupid as the rest of us do. <laughs> no. It seems like Mary Kay gets like real information from them, and everyone seems to think that it's straight from D. Haslam. It's prob- probably is. Yeah. No, I've thought it many times when I've seen pictures of They're D. Haslam. They're just gal pals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Good for her. Yep. Good for Mary Kay. Yep. That's hilarious. I right. certainly work, appreciate work, it. Work the angles that you got. So real quick, I want to talk about this. The Madden rankings came out a couple of weeks ago. I just want to pick your guys' brains. For who do you think is? Did you guys look at the ratings yet? I, I think I saw something on this. Like saw who are top? I did don't you think guys so. Did, you didn't see him? Okay, Matthew. Who do you think the best player on the Browns is by Madden's rankings? By Madden's rankings. Yeah, he's gonna have to answer this because I know this answer. It's probably. Oh my gosh! So I, I would say Joel Batonio or Josh Gordon. Uh, the correct answer is Joel Batonio or Kevin Zeitler. Yeah. They are both ranked 89 overall. So our guards are firmed up. Lots of dive plays if you're playing Madden. <laughs> that that makes <laughs> sense. Th- Zeitler had just like an underwhelming year last year. And it, like, in hindsight was solid, but just underwhelming. Yeah. And then um, who do you think third is? Tied or... It's got to be Josh Gordon, really second. right? Like, Josh Gordon's the best player on our team, and I know he hasn't played, but... It should be Josh Gordon. I don't disagree with Come you. Come on. But I think it's Jarvis Landry, isn't it? It's not. Jarvis Landry right. is third. So Joel and Kevin are tied what... for first. Oh, okay. Joel okay. and Kevin are tied for first. Miles Garrett is second. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, and then Jarvis Landry is third. I can't argue with that. Where's, Josh where's Gordon, Gordon needs to be in that discussion. Who do you think the best halfback on the team is? Oh, they probably got this wrong. It's got to be Duke, right? It should be Duke, but they definitely have Carlos Carlos Hyde. It's Duke. Oh, good. Duke is 83 overall. Carlos Hyde is 82 overall. What's Chubb? Um, Chubb is scrolling. Scrolling. (laughs) 
He is not on the first page. I'm going to sort by position. What's going to happen is Charles is going to have to do all these updates on Chubb and his like numbers yeah, and go through gotta, the roof throughout the middle. We got to bring season. Charles back on and get his analysis of the the Browns Madden rankings. <sighs> yeah, Josh Gordon. So is, what is Gordon? Jo- Josh Gordon is uh, 82 overall. What? The? So Duke Johnson is better than him at 83 overall. The entire team is undervalued. Michael Kendricks is our best linebacker on the team at 82 <laughs> overall. He's what? not even going to start. And here, yeah, no, I, well, possibly. Um, we'll, we'll, Who does we'll, he start for? We'll talk about he's, that later. He's not going to start. There's no way. We'll talk about that later. But I will say that this is interesting. Baker Mayfield is rated 81 overall, and so is Tyrod Taylor. Wait, so. They are so, playing the neutral game. So you're telling me in this Madden world where every position is ranked on the same, like, normalized scale. Not exactly. That, that Josh Gordon is slightly better than Baker Mayfield. Yes. That makes zero sense. Here, and fun, I'm, I'm, fun high fact. On, I'm high on Baker. Here. Like, like I've, I've got ba- Baker's going to be good. Here, you know what's really not going to make any sense for you right now? Jarvis Landry is 87 overall. Josh Gordon's 82. Josh Gordon has 90 speed. Jarvis Landry has 91 speed. <laughs> Yeah, Jarvis Landry. That doesn't even make sense. Faster than Josh Gordon in this game. Like, so I mean, so but here's the here's the thing. So not, I don't even know why we're talking about this anymore. Not but. only, not only have like <laughs> just just watch football and or just go by like numerical numbers, like like go by their combine yeah. numbers. So I wanted to hear your reaction to that. There's actually. So is that not true? No, it is true. <laughs> okay. It is true. On the on the what I'm seeing here, right? No. He just baited no. you and he got everything he wanted. No, so Jarvis Landry is 91 and Josh Gordon is 90. But apparently on their rankings, a taller player with 90 speed is faster than a shorter player with 91 speed. So it that takes makes no sense. It takes Why into, would they do it that? takes into account how it's probably just the algorithms by which like how the players and stuff like works. I don't know. That's weird. But it doesn't. But I was like, con- I was confused by the same thing, and I looked into it. And apparently, Josh Gordon is actually faster than Jarvis Landry in the game if they ran side by side. So, but, but, but if only Josh thing. Gordon knew how much you cared about him. I know. But here's the thing. Like, <laughs> so that's fun. But how fast is Darren Sproles in the game? Like, uh, like he's tiny. Seventy-four. And he's fast. Seventy-four because he's really got small legs. Yeah. Uh, no, but like he'd have to be ninety-nine to be. Like according to that, oh yeah, you have to be rated oh, higher. Oh yeah, yeah, I went the wrong direction. So this is only showing Browns players, and Darren Fells is seventy three speed. <laughs> Just so you know. The only Darren. I searched for Darren. <laughs> and Darren we're Fells gonna, is we'll 73 con- speed. We'll consider it an analogous. Okay. So it's, that's the Madden analysis for the Browns. Yeah. Good grief. Pretty useless. It's a good yeah. thing. I, do they even make that for Xbox 360? That's the last. Probably not. That's the last console I've got. So probably I probably won't be, won't be purchasing yeah. unless Charles sends us, a, sends us a complimentary copy. Yeah. If he sends you a copy of an Xbox One Madden game, will you buy an Xbox One? Is that what you just said? Yes. All right. Yes, if we can get Charles to send me a Madden copy, right. I'll buy an Xbox One. There we go. You heard it All here right. first. Sounds good. Can't wait. Can we keep it here in the studio? Might as well. Might as well. <laughs> we'll play a simulation of the game before every game. There you go. Didn't we talk about doing that with Tecmo? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. If only Tecmo had all the teams. That's what we should do the rest of this offseason. Mark and I should play the Tecmo simulation of the Browns season, and we're going to do predictions. Yeah, I'm getting pretty sick of these offseason pods, so Michael can just color commentate me and Matthew's Tecmo (laughs) games, (laughs) and that can be the pod. (laughs) We'll probably get more listeners. (laughs) Not going to lie, probably would. Probably would. All right, so, Michael, tell us what your agenda is for the pod. Well... A few weeks ago, before we had some guests on the podcast, we went through the roster and looked at the offensive positions and tried to determine who we think is going to make the final 53-man roster. Man, these guests are really throwing off our jam. Uh, oh, we yeah. need something to fill the time in, these, in the offseason. We're going every other week, and we still can't figure out what we need to do. But it, it was great. Actually, I okay, this doesn't make sense. Imagine the I guys hear who from do the, two actually, pods a week yeah, still. Yeah, okay. I want to hear this from the listeners because 
I thought that our and we all thought that our podcast with Charles last week was awesome. And tons of people follow him on Twitter. And we had about the same number of listeners as we get for all of our podcasts. It's Can someone explain this to me? Like, I don't understand what no, in the world it's, happened. it's because nobody listens. It just automatically downloads on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have zero listeners. We have, we have like 10 people who actually listen to the podcast. Everybody else just auto-downloads to their phone and just deletes it. And a couple good friends that just yeah. have it coming into their... They, they do what I do. The pod automatically downloads new episodes on my phone, and I just delete it. Because I'm like, I don't want to listen to this crap. I, w- I was there. I heard it. <laughs> yeah. I listen to, like, every, like, fourth one, something like that, when I need a refresher on how dumb I sound. I, I used to listen to every single one. Like, our first ten episodes, I listened to every one. Then it precipitously declined from there. Yeah. Yeah. We need a producer, somebody who actually listens to this, because even when I edit them, I don't actually listen to the full thing. You just know when you need to do stuff. Yeah. Okay, that, that got us uh, sidetracked. Sorry about that. We're time, so we we're had... time wasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like soccer. It's like stoppage time. Yeah. I'm standing we're there. We're just in the <laughs> corner boxing out. <laughs> Rolling around on the ground. Oh, uh, my face. Uh, <laughs> sir. Uh, sir. Our poor listeners. Um so we talked about the offensive side. I figured we'd go through the defensive side and try to determine at this point in time, what do we think the 53-man roster is going to look like from defense? Okay. So I'm just going to go by position group. And what's typical – so we'll start with the defensive line. And I'm just going to throw it out there who you guys think are going to be our defensive linemen. Okay. So How many? Last year we kept 10 defensive linemen. So that's kind of an extra defensive lineman. A lot of teams that are running a 4-3 keep about nine. nine. Yeah, and we and Miles Garrett was hurt going into week one, so Correct. we probably kept an extra guy. Tyrone Holmes was on the roster that right. first week. So we'll, we'll assume nine, but could Yeah, so I think ten. it's nine, maybe ten, if you want to be light on linebackers again like we were last year. So I All think right. I'll go first. Way. It worked out fine last year. It did. Nothing, nothing bad happened. Uh, I'll go first. I'll make a bold prediction. Yeah, just My- start rattling them up. Miles Garrett. Yep. Obviously going to be there. Emmanuel Ogba. Obviously going to be there. Nay. Um, Caleb Brantley. I think is going to be there. Larry. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to watch him. Yep. I'm so excited to watch him. He might be my one player I'm most excited to watch. This really? Season. I love that man. Oh, I think he's so fun. Oh. And have you he's seen just a ha- workhorse? Do you know what he fun. looks like? Have you seen a picture of that dude? Is, he is just—he doesn't have fat on him. He is weird. so strong. He's not your standard defensive tackle. Oh in the my league. word! Anyways, I, I completely agree with you so far. Um, I hope we keep Coley. Um, I think we will. Yeah. Um, How many is that? That's five. Okay. Ooh, Chad Thomas. I hope he makes the team. I mean, he has spent a high pick He's on third, him. Third round pick has to. He's in. All right, that's six. I think, I think Caleb Brantley makes the team. I said that. Okay, so, here's yeah. who, here's who you're missing. Jam, you? Jamie Meter? I hope so. The pierogi prince himself. All right, so, so wait, we have Caleb Brantley on there? How many we've mm-hmm. got? We've got six. We've got six. We have so, four defensive tackles I'll already. name five guys. I think you've got three spots if you're going to stop at nine, and you've got five names left. So here are the five names that are left. Jamie Meter, Chris Smith, Carl Nassib, Nate Orchard and Trenton Thompson. So Chris Smith makes it. Jamie Meter makes it because we need a run stuffer. And then I, th- I think, think Nate Orchard makes it. I don't. You think Nate Orchard makes it? Nate Orchard. Give me I your, the Nate case Orchard's on Nate shift. Orchard over Carl Nassib or Trenton Thompson. <laughs> well, because Nate Orchard could actually rush the passer. Right? Like, how many people in here do we... Like, we have Miles Garrett and Le- Emmanuel Ogba that can actually rush the passer. Other than that, we have and nobody. Chris Smith. That's what Chris is for. And that but like Chad having, Thomas, Chad, having legitimate Chad Thomas is not a pass rusher. He's a run stopper. But he's an so, end. I mean, like I mean, he's technically an end, but he's not a pass yeah. rushing. 
But, like, you would really rather have Nate Orchard over Carl Nassib? I'll take Carl Nassib over Nate Orchard all day. Carl Nassib looks like a goose when he's trying to rust the passer. Like, he stands up straight and he just flops his arms and he hopes he bats the ball down. I know, but at least he makes something happen. He does bat the ball down, but it's only because he doesn't get a pass rush on and he gives up and raises his big paws up in the air. Nassib has, like, a very strange skill set for a defensive end. But at least he has like a defined skill set. Yeah, he's the token hustle white guy. I he's don't not... know. I don't know what Nate Orchard actually brings us because he's like an undersized pass rusher, but he he never actually gets there. Nate Orchard had like three sacks in the pre in one preseason game last year. In a preseason game, it doesn't. And he didn't produce congrats. in the regular season. I, he did I, nothing. I, I, but I he didn't. He didn't play he a ton in the regular season. Miles Garrett only played like half the season. Nate Orchard had his chance. Like, so this is funny to how me. How many sacks has Carl Nassib gotten? I can remember. I can look it up. Oh, yeah, go ahead and look that up. So this He's is gotten funny a lot of pass deflections, which I do enjoy. That you guys are arguing over Nate Orchard and Carl Nassib. I, if I had to take one side of this argument, I would take three career or three sacks last season. Orchard Carl? or for Nassib? Carl Nassib. Nassib. How many did Orchard get? I don't think any. Maybe a couple. He had a ton more snaps than uh, Orchard, too. Nassib had two and a half in his first year. Okay. So five and a half career sacks. That's saucy. That's a good amount. <laughs> Not really. He's That's had so a lot fast. of playing time. Yeah. Because Ogba's been hurt. He played a ton last year. Nate Orchard, pulling it up. All right. Orchard had next to nothing. Career. Two sacks last year. He's an extra season on that. Zero team. sacks in 2016. Three sacks the year before. So five career sacks. In three years, Nassib has five and a half in two years. So neither of them are lighting the world on fire. But if I'm picking a fourth defensive end that brings like any discernible skill set, I'm going with Carl Nassib. Yep. I'm not saying that it's the skill set I want, but yep. I can actually identify what he does well, and maybe I can plan around that. I would lean I, in that direction. I, I like Carl Nassib, and I would be fine if he made the team. Because Sashi Sashi Brown drafted him, so even at Nate Orchard's expense. Even at Nate Orchard's expense. Okay, I think they're kind of a wash. Like if either one of them like makes the team, okay, whatever. They're not going to be playing a ton. But I I agree. I like Nassib over Orchard if I'm picking between the two. But the guy that I'm actually intrigued by that you guys have dismissed here Trent is Trenton Thompson. I think this guy has a really good chance of making the team, and I don't think it's necessarily taking Nassib's spot as we've laid this yeah, out. He's a D line. He's, he's, he's a defensive D. tackle. Interior, yeah. He's a defensive tackle. But so then, then you're looking at Brantley, those... Meter, like these guys, and I don't think it's taking any of their spots he's take, either. He could take Meter. I think it's kicking. I think we're gonna go ten defensive linemen again and go with five linebackers. There's five clear linebackers to me, and the defensive linemen. I feel like we have more talent there. Yeah, but we were maybe. struggling. With maybe, but so, that, that's heavy on the interior D line. Like, and so interior D line aren't necessarily like. But we don't have the proven analogous. guys. Analogous, like. But if you go five linebackers, you need special teams guys. You can't run a defensive tackle down the field on kickoff coverage. Larry Ogunjobi like, could do like it. Like maybe like Nate Orchard can. A linebacker can. Okay, but the two. Backer- I'm not running Trenton Thompson down there covering the kickoff. Yeah, no, that's fine. But we did that last year. We had the same like the same package of players. Last but we year. had extra DNs, not yeah. extra D tackles. Yeah, you can't go heavy on the D tackles. I think you got to take. You've got a D. five D tackles max, and in this in your scenario, we have six, and that's that's really heavy on the heavy guys. You definitely Especially, need four defensive But they're ends. not. But they're not proven. And you're calling like Chad Thomas. Are you calling Chad Thomas the defensive end or a defensive tackle? I'm calling defensive him a D, end. A D tackle, I just think I we think. have enough flexibility. So here's my thoughts. Chad Thomas is a D end. He's he's a defensive end by he's, body type yeah, for sure. He's a floater. We'll see. But I think he's going to play some three technique. But there's so much interchangeability between some of these guys. Like and Jamie Collins is going to be rushing the passer a decent bit. I think. I think Michael Kendricks is going to be rushing the passer on third and long situations a decent bit. Like, I just think that we have the ends. We don't have the defensive tackles. The defensive tackles, it's not clear who the best guys are going to be. They're going to be rotating different guys. But then just just pick the guys that win. Like, in that case, I'm okay with whoever we pick. Don't just pick all of them. 
you know. Okay. Like, I'm okay with like that. Like, I'll be, I'll I just be don't want to give up whatever, on Trent Thompson. Whatever four or five we take, even I'd if that like, means I like our defensive like meter line. gets cut or Brantley gets cut or Coley gets cut. Yeah, it makes me sad to cut these people because yeah. I like them. Well, actually, Carl and Nate, I don't really care about. But other than that, I like all of them. Yeah, and I would like to keep Trent Thompson, but it would might be if they decide to keep him to your point and stick with nine defensive linemen, it might be at the expense of like Jamie Meter. That's probably who it would be. We're gonna we're gonna we don't have a run plugger. So that that might be Meter's saving grace. Is is he the most veteran player on our team right now? He's close. Uh, I think it's the long snapper. Hewlett. I think it's Charlie Hewlett. Yeah, I definitely knew Uh, who that was. <laughs> no, but meter saving grace might be just like goal line situations playing the playing the nose. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. He's he's the have, he's the most clear one technique. There's they've nobody got nobody else. They have Ogan Joby for that spot too, but he's not a natural like one tech. Yeah. He's more of a three tech. Anyways, to linebacker. Who do you got at linebacker? Okay. This the, one's to me this is pretty easy. I think it's pretty easy, but I don't know that six are necessary. All right, we've got the the three of uh, the three starters from last year. We've got um, Kirksey, we've got Schobert, Collins. we've got Collins. Yep. Then we've obviously got um, Michael Kendricks, Michael Kendricks yep. who we just brought in. I think James Burgess makes the roster. Why? We drafted Jannard Avery. Okay, but here's the thing. So I think James Burgess makes the roster. He's experienced. He wasn't that bad last year. He, he just, drove me crazy. He, he just is terrible he's, in he's, coverage. He's kind of like a Carl Nassau player. Like He's got his skill set. And he does it, but then the thing I don't get, the thing I don't get is why do you drop Tank Carter and keep James Burgess? I'd so much rather have Tank Carter as my sixth linebacker, where he can do something on defense just as much as James Burgess, but he has brings way more in special teams. But he's also coming off a knee injury. I don't know how. Here's my thing about Burgess. He's like 30 years old coming off a torn ACL. Who knows how well he's coming along? Here's my thing about Burgess is he can only play the run, and the way that um, we run our defense. He just needs to be able to cover. And whenever he was in there, it was atrocious how much we got torched. But I whenever mean, he was in coverage, every single because Greg Williams doesn't know how run, to so. play to his players, and so he was like, "You're running the coverage, James," and he just physically couldn't no, do. He it. was he was lost. But I think I think we keep Burgess, and I think we keep Avery. Is there any doubt that we keep Avery? I don't think so. No, I, I think mean he's he a was fourth round player. Everyone was lost. he fourth or fifth? It might have been fifth. Might have been fifth, but either yeah, way, because Callaway was our fourth. Yeah, yeah, so he was fifth. Either way, I think I think he makes it. I mean, he could he could very well beat out Burgess, even on the depth chart, even if they both make the team. Oh, I, uh, I think he will. So but then who other? If like we, if we keep, if we keep six them, linebackers, if we keep them both, then we have to get rid of a D lineman. No, it's not I'm just be thinking we might keep we might keep yeah. ten defensive linemen. Sure, but if we go with nine D linemen, which yeah. would then be Burgess standard. would be the guy. Then, but BJ Bellow and Justin Curry are the other guys that are floating out. Yeah, there. no, I'll take Burgess on special teams all day. That's fine. So you know? I, I think Burgess takes that six slot if we keep oh. six linebackers. Great. I think the linebackers are pretty straightforward. That's great. Yep, I, I feel real good about that. No, I think six linebackers is fair. So. Defensive backs. I got into an argument with Pete about this a couple weeks ago, or two podcasts ago. But I think this is... Uh, but that was com- fun. This, well, it, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly was. Um, it's fun to push back against Pete every once in a while. I don't think enough people do that. Um, defensive backs, normal roster, you're keeping 10, right? And last year, it looked like five corners and five safeties for us. I'm not so sure that's what the construction is going to be this year. We'll have more corners. But go for it. Start with the safeties and then go to the corners. I think there's there's three safeties that are definite. You've got Peppers. You've got um, oh, what's his Kindred, Kindred, and you've got Randall. Yep. And then I think we keep. People like that Darren Smith guy that we that picked, we up, picked from up from Cincinnati, Cincinnati in the but he never season. played. Last year, I always expected him to come into play because we needed safety help, and he yeah. never played. So, I mean, he could very well make the roster and be a key contributor, or he could get cut like in the first round of cuts, and I they have no idea. I don't know what to expect. Here's why I think they must like him. They dropped Kainakua, who was a pretty solid player. He got picked up by the safety. Ravens or something, didn't he? He did. He got yeah. picked up right away by the Ravens. Yeah. And if you're going to drop Kainakua, you've got to feel good about 
your depth at free safety with somebody. And Darren Smith's the only guy to clearly fill in any sort of depth. They cut Nakua after the draft. So you you said Jabril. Yeah, I think so. Jabril, Kindred, and... Peppers. Peppers, yeah. Well, Jabril. Jabril Peppers. Sorry, and Demarius Randall. And Demarius Randall. So yep. those are the clear three safeties. Then I wonder if probably that, I wonder if that giraffe kid from from Louisiana Lafayette is their Simeon Thomas safety. Simeon yeah. Thomas, yes. Or Evan Barry. Evan Barry's a wide receiver. Yeah, they've got him playing wide receiver. Do they have him playing wide receiver? Yeah. That's what he played at UT too. Yeah, he's like a camp body to return kicks. <laughs> There's not a chance he, he makes the team. Yeah, no chance. He's not even good enough at returning kicks to justify being like a Josh Cribbs type. Yeah. Um. So that's, we got plenty of people. To do all that. right, so that's those are the four I'm going to go with. That's safety. Yep. Because I honestly I couldn't name you another safety on our roster unless it's Simeon Thomas, who right is a corner. There's what's he listed as? Um, corner. Okay. Um, but the Browns' actual roster just lists defensive back. They don't even Ooh. specify. Mm-hmm. The only Mysterious. other one that I know of that's like. I don't really know much about, but Micah Heineman, <laughs> Hanneman is a safety. Uh, Elijah Hanneman. Campbell. I think he's a safety. Anyways, they these these guys are not likely to make the team. Rookies out of Northern Iowa. Anyways, okay. So now we're going to corners, which this I think this fun. was a this is more fun, but it would have been more fun before what's his face from Houston got um, lost for the season. You you really like Wilson Howard Wilson. Howard Wilson. Well, well he, he he just not, hasn't shown anything. He's just a mystery. But he's a fourth round pick. Yeah, but still he's. So what? I want to see what the guy can do. He had a bunch do of interceptions. Ca- do in you college. care about what Antonio Callaway is going to do? Yeah, but he's not an <laughs> <old guy. laughs> like, Thank you. I, Mark. I, I, I Thank really you. I really care about what Antonio Callaway is going to do when he's not playing football. Okay, no, I don't know that I like expect anything from Howard Wilson, but I think it makes this type of conversation really interesting. All right, can we can we stop having the Howard Wilson conversation because he's probably going to get cut? Like, yeah, I don't think he has a future the on the twenty nineteen yeah. season. Yes. Okay. All right, so for sure. So this is the last Howard Wilson reference we're going to make on this podcast for well, sure. Because yeah, Denzel Ward lost and dead dust for okay. the two thousand eighteen season. One hundred percent, Denzel Ward. You think yep. so? One hundred percent, Brian Body Calhoun. <laughs> yeah. Um, EJ Gaines, TJ Carey, both, both, both of them. Um, we've got that the kid. Although, hey, can we pause Kansas there for City. a second? You said 100% EJ Gaines. Have you heard some of these rumblings that like EJ Gaines is a little bit pissed that they like promised him a starting spot and then he hasn't been slotted as one of the starters? That's and his own fault. Is like a little upset. I mean, I'm just saying, like a guy that might be pissed off. Could see what's his deal though. I it's mean, a one-year deal. But is how much of it's guaranteed? I'm not certain. All right, let's look that up. It was one year. I mean, it's I one year, five million dollars. Like five so. or six is what I remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's four. But how like, many cornerbacks do you think we? Can? But like, dude, if come win the job, like you're going against like Carry. Yeah, yeah. Stop being like, soft. Like it's not like there's another solid yeah, corner Carey and a side rookie. Of you. Like he's like, gonna play a lot. There's no out, doubt. <laughs> beat out Kerry, beat out Body Calhoun, beat out like anybody. Beat out a rookie, Denzel Ward. You're not getting paid like a starter, so why? They're all on the same playing field. You're making, as far as I see it, it's one year, four million dollars. Like, why do you think you're gonna start? Yeah. So I think that he was told that he was gonna start, and then um, all right, we we hasn't happened so far. If we cut him, we would. It's a three point eight million dollar cap it, and it's a one year, four million dollar deal. So it's basically. Fully guaranteed. Yeah. But he's the one guy they signed. I guess Terrence Mitchell is another guy that hasn't been mentioned that Ter- we signed. He Terrence was a Mitchell. one-year deal. Is he a one-year deal? I'm pretty sure. I thought we signed him for a multi-year deal. I don't know. Maybe I just don't care about the guy. He's he's the one like free agent signing that I have no expectations for. No. He wasn't very good in Kansas City. so. And it was... It was like a. I thought it was like a three-year. John Dorsey seemed to like him. But there's him. There's Mike Jordan. So there's really two spots left after everybody we mentioned. Terrence Mitchell, three years, ten million dollars. Okay. So my apologies. But his dead cap is the exact same as EJ Games. So like, 
if we're choosing between he and so EJ wait, Gaines. Wait, I'm confused. There's six. You think that there's six cornerback spots, four safety spots. Yeah, if we're assuming that we just stick with the four safeties. So we've named four corners. BBC, Ward, Carey, and Gaines. Terrence Mitchell is the fifth. So there's two spots left. Do you think Terrence Mitchell definitely has a spot? I think so. I mean, do you think he's... I mean, then then the next I think two names, be, I, I think, think he's going to be the fifth. Floating out there for the last spot, it's between Simeon Thomas, the draft pick, and Mike Jordan. And Mike Jordan. I don't like Simeon Thomas. Like, I don't... I he's going to have to show something. Like, he's going to have to show special teams and positional flexibility to, to make Ooh. it worth it. He's 6'3". No, oh, he's yeah. huge. He's, he's very like a long. He's very long and lanky. Um, but I mean, Mike Jordan played good last year. No, I like Mike Jordan. I would no, love Mike Jordan towards the end of the season. But here's here's the other thing is, I mean, Demarius Randall can play corner. He's shown that. So maybe we don't need to keep six corners. Maybe we keep. It wouldn't shock me safety. for us to pick up a safety that's going to slot in as one of these. But we guys said somewhere. that last year. Well. Yeah. (laughs) True. And our safeties are much better than they were last year. I mean, they're kind of halfway the same. Hopefully. I mean, they're not a whole lot different than they were last year. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm going to say... I can't pick between... I'm going to say Mike Jordan as as the sixth sixth corner. I would pick that, too. And And then he he and Terrence Mitchell can kind of, like, duke it out for that fifth spot, special team spot. Yeah. And I think Simeon Thomas is just on stash on the yeah. practice squad. I also that's think my assumption. I also think that's a roster spot that like flexes and fluctuates throughout the season. Yeah, you know, for any team, you, you've always got that. You've always got that one spot where like there's a player that keeps getting cut and signed to the practice squad, moved back up, and I mean it. It might be that six quarterback spot. Yep, for sure. Speaking okay. of cuts, ooh, a little fresh cut. A little fresh cut from Barbasol Shave Club, featuring the Premium Ultra 6 Razor, which I mentioned earlier. It's the brand America has trusted for nearly 100 years to deliver a close and comfortable shave. Here's a new deal. Here's a new deal just for you, Sin of Our Fathers Browns podcast listeners. If you visit Barbasol.com, you can join the Barbasol Shave Club today. Use discount code BROWNS. B-R-O-W-N-S. Discount code BROWNS. You know how to spell it. You search it every day in your search bar to receive a $2 off your initial shave kit order. Now, we just got a couple of these free shave kits, and they are pretty nice. They feature that 6-plus razor. Razor? (laughs) I'm so sorry, Barbasol. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. 6-plus razor, and um, you get a... You get that shave cream with it, velvety, smooth shave cream. Michael, you shaved with it the other day. How did you feel? You opened up your kit. It's pretty good. It's a hefty, it's a hefty handle with replacement blades, and it was like butter. Like, uh, I, I hadn't actually trimmed my neck in quite a while. It's nasty. It was like a good five or six days, and it just kind of slid right through. You no heard big it, deal. You heard it here first. Join Barbersaw Shave Club and get $2 off with discount browns. Now, if you don't want a ton of razors, you can choose as many refills as you want. Convenient intervals, intervals, oh my gosh, intervals of one, two, or four months. However many you would like, you can get that many razors. Maybe you shave every once in a while. Maybe you shave all the time. Decide how many razors you want. Matthew took a quick bathroom break while we read Barbersaw. Plug, Matthew, how did everything come out? It was great. Just needed a quick shave. Good. How'd it feel? It's great. Smooth. Smooth. Good stuff. Glad to hear it. All right. So I feel like that was pretty solidified. Was that too? I feel like that was too many players. We picked too many players. No, we didn't. That's the defense. And then you're accounted for a punter, a kicker, and a long snapper. We got to revisit this and the offense and see how accurate we were whenever the 53-man gets cut down. Man, it's always always so disheartening to look at the roster at this time of year and these guys who have no chance at making it. Oh. Like, Lenny Jones. What position does Lenny Jones play? No effing clue. (laughs) 
Mark? No. Lenny Jones? Not. Defensive not lineman? That good old Lenny. Hey, I'm just saying, good if, you for make, him. if you make the, So if you don't make the team, Matthew, yep. you make the practice squad instead. If you make the practice squad on an NFL team, you get $7,200 per week. That'll be just fine. Yeah, but some of these guys aren't even going to make the practice squad. Like Ross Martin. Oh, a lot of them won't. I mean, who, what, what, position does, what position does Ross play? Mark? That sounds Ross like an Martin. offensive lineman. <laughs> I have no idea what Ross Martin plays. Sounds like an offensive lineman. I'm going to agree He's with He's a kicker. Michael. Oh. Kicker out of Duke. Oh, this is an interesting thing. We signed yeah. that, kick, that punter from Green Bay who had a good season punting for Green Bay last year. Like, legitimately, there's going to be a punting competition. Justin Vogel? Yeah. Is that the guy? Yeah. No, Wouldn't he was a starter it. last year. It's going to be interesting. Who did Green Bay sign? I'm trying to remember. I think they drafted somebody. Poor guy. Yeah. Played well. Unsigned draft picks. We still have not signed Baker or Denzel Ward. No, we have not. Isn't that pretty standard, though? It takes a while to sign, way longer to sign your first round. But now with the, high with the rookie the, wage scale. It shouldn't be, but it's kind of... What I... So... Here's what I've never understood. Why are they so caught up in, like, offset money? Like, what is, what is the chance that, like, Baker Mayfield gets cut before the end of his four years and then gets re-signed by another team? Like, like this is what doesn't make sense. I don't if, know, Matthew. You're a lawyer. You know how to write up no, contracts to no, and here's, and prepare here's, for every opportunity. No, but here's what I don't get about it. I don't get why the teams are so concerned about it because if the Browns cut Baker Mayfield, he has to, in within four years, he has to be a certain kind of bad that is... We don't at least try to trade for him. Unusable like throughout the rest of the league. He's not signing a big money deal somewhere else. At most, it's a minimum level contract, which you're saving a couple hundred thousand dollars, which to an NFL team doesn't mean anything. It's, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's a pissing contest where the agent tries to prove that they have value. That is the only reason that it's happening. But, but why does the team even like care? Like if I'm like, we're, like Joey Bosa like two seasons ago or a season ago or however long he's been in the league, like sat out like into training camp over offset language. If Joey Bosa gets cut by the Chargers after being the third overall pick, no other team is going to sign him and give him huge money that's going to offset anything the Chargers owe him to any significant extent. Well, wasn't the historical precedent that there was offset language? And so now they're just trying to dig their heels in and not give it up. I mean, well, and th- but that's what I'm saying. Like, why? Because it doesn't. It, they're not gaining any value by like by winning that battle. It's a good question. It's just. It, Can you tell him tired? It, it kills me. Yeah, Michael's tired. Why are you tired, Michael? I just had a kid the other day. Yeah, again. Doesn't, the kid doesn't sleep. Yeah, again. I have three girls, one boy. Oh man. It's crazy. Um, what else are we talking about? We're talking about Baker Mayfield's exploits. He's uh, out in L.A. working out with the same people he worked out with before the draft, throwing some passes on the USC campus to Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Man, if this was if this was like two months ago, people would be saying the Browns are trading for Odell. Trade trade the the first overall pick for Odell Beckham. Um. I think it was on Baker put like an Insta post up about it and Jarvis Landry made a comment that was something like my teammate oh my friend Odell Beckham or something like that like he like made a reference like he wanted him to be like his teammate it was funny could you imagine could you imagine Odell living in Cleveland he'd be so upset but we also wouldn't have room <laughs> there wouldn't for, be room for all, all of those balls receivers in the receiver room. <laughs> like not even close. And, and I'm not saying footballs. I'm saying like cojones. It would just be too much for one room. Too much man. That'd be oh, bad. Man. That that would be like. It's very similar to this room that, that would we're rival- in right now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> that would rival the the Ocho Cinco Terrell Owens, like Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver room. Hey. Oh, they had Terrell. What are you talking about? 
T.O.? T.O. was never on the Bengals. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. What are you talking about? What are we betting? What are we betting? Terrell Owens was never on the Cincinnati Bengals. What are we betting? I want want your fourth born child. (laughs) No, she's too cute. Boom, boom, boom. It's going to be like 2011, something like that. No way. No way. Torrance played for the 49 He played for a lot of teams. Cincinnati Bengals, 2010. Did he play a season or did he, yeah. was he like in camp? No, he played the full season with the Cincinnati Bengals. It was his last like full season in the league. Oh, my word. I do not remember. Do you remember that at all? Come on, dude. I remember Ocho Cinco only. I do not remember T.O. playing for the Bengals. Um, That's so weird because yeah, like, he played a in season, our division. He played a season and then he tore his ACL like the next offseason and then got cut. There's so many pictures of T.O. He caught 72 balls for them. T.O. and no, Ocho Cinco next to each other. He almost had 1,000 yards. They look so similar. I feel bad that I didn't know that. It's too bad Matthew never settled on a bet before he found out. <laughs> not a real dollar amount. No. no, I almost had a child. He aimed too high. Yeah, should have been a little bit more realistic there. All right, what else is on our agenda? Can we uh, legitimate question? Can we box anyone else out in the corner? What? Stall any further? What else is on our agenda? Oh, that Miles Garrett dunk. Did you guys talk about that yet? <laughs> that no. was nice. It, it was nice. That was fun to watch. He was playing like I guess like speaking of wreck, boxing out, wreck basketball. Yeah. Some kid got to box out Miles Garrett better. No, Come exactly. On. I like that video because you see, like, early on when the play is still taking shape and, you know, people are coming down, he's just, like, camping out outside the three-point line. Like, he looks waiting winded, for too. his opportunity. He looks – is he, like, slow playing it? Yeah, I, I think he's snowball. just, like, looking, like, for an opportunity to actually make the wow play. And if that's not there, he's just going to chill on the outside and, like, drain a three if yeah. it's, there's the opportunity to rise. Oh, my goodness. But I just watched it again. <laughs> He's wearing like a tie-dye shirt. Some poor, poor little white kid just gets <laughs> just gets those cojones. All right, so but here's the thing. If you find yourself in a pickup basketball game with Miles Garrett, what is what do you do? Exactly I, what that person just did. Just take I, it. <laughs> just I mentioned this before we started recording. I think I would give him tons of space and just like just just let him, let I, him drive the line and swing. Nothing him. would scare me more than being responsible for Miles Garrett getting injured playing basketball in the offseason. If he like stepped on my foot and rolled his ankle because I was yeah. too clumsy to get out of the way. And here's here's the thing, he's going to beat you. So like it's it's not like Yeah, no, absolutely. By the time the game starts, he's already won. Yeah. So you might as well just not hurt him. Right, and by not hurt him, I mean don't let him hurt himself on you. Can you imagine him trying to like back you down, like on the block, and like <laughs> you have no he chance. he grabs the ball and throws his body yeah. and elbows at you? Yeah. Can you imagine what that would look like? I would break ribs. I would like, look like Matthew a little doll. You would just oh. be yelling, "Mercy, mercy!" <laughs> no, mercy. and here's what would happen. Please, Mister Miles, don't hurt me. No, because I'm six four. Like yeah, I would right have height. to guard him. Yes, it would be you. He's got 100 pounds on me. <laughs> Easy. And I think that four of your arms still don't make up his arm. No, not even yeah. close. Not one. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm pretty I'm... sure if we arm wrestled and he'd like, arm wrestled, now use my full body. Like, just, he would still, still just torque you right into the table. Yep. I-, I love seeing videos like this, but it just scares the crap out of me. That's a high <laughs> ankle sprain waiting to happen. Like, yes. he dunks the ball, and then he comes down, and there's that dude right underneath. Oh, I know. Scared like, me, too. You, s- you just land funny. Like, yep. I don't want the guy to have no yeah. life. Don't I, get me I, wrong. I, I, but I thought you were scared about just, like, how much there are other people in this world who could just dominate you. Like, oh, no, I'm well <laughs> aware of whim. that. I'm well aware of that. I watch the National Football League regularly. And but seeing him next to normal people is shocking to say the least. Um, yeah, that was a fun one. That is actually all I have. That's the last thing I have. Guys, we did it. We put together a podcast with very little content. Grandpa came through in the clutch. Love you, Gramps. He's the best. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And as always, thanks to those Tokyo listeners. Um, send us an email. Uh, sin of our fathers at gmail.com. Um, if you like our podcast, make sure to rate it, give it five stars, and please leave a comment. Um, say whatever you want to. 
Oh, um, you know what? It can literally be anything. We just I, want the comments. I have been wanting to ask the listeners about this, too, since we're asking them to respond. We had a listener write about our music over the past week. Oh, yeah. And we were shocked to find so out, out of the that, blue. No, that they liked our music. All right. And I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to say, one of my dear friends, one of my closest friends, um, made this music for our podcast because it was some some something he threw together on his computer and I asked him if we could use it because we didn't want to pay for any licensing fees for any music or anything like that. And I was like, this will work great. It's a, it's a funky little beat. It's kind of groovy. Let's toss it in there and that'll be our podcast. Michael and Matthew have just, they just like to team up. They, it's fun what for them. One of my friends they told me. They have endlessly, endlessly ridiculed the music, which I think is, is pretty neat. Garrett, you did a great job. One of my friends told me it sounds like the intro to a porno. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think it sounds like some baby-making music. <laughs> and that is exactly the mindset I want people to get into before they listen to our <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm just saying, we want to hear your guys' thoughts. Yeah. Do you like real. the music? Do you think it's good? Do you want new music? Because um, we, I have more friends. Yeah, we're contemplating freshening up the music and the sound for the 2018 season. Uh, let us know if that would be a welcome change or if uh, the music going by the wayside would be would be bad news i think it'd be bad news it's pretty neat music if you ask me (laughs) all right guys guys. thanks so much for listening go browns